Hiring? With Indeed, your search is over. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the Q's Militia Podcast with those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. What's up, Q's Nation? Thanks for tuning in to the Q's Militia Podcast with Sean and Joe. If you like it, please share it. The universal handle for the socials is at Q's Militia. Go there, join the militia. We are the only Syracuse sports podcast centered around giving you, the fans, a voice. Welcome. Happy Tuesday. We are here. We are, we are here. We are going to um, talk about Syracuse Louisville this Saturday. This football um, game. This is this is the last road trip for the Syracuse Orange football team. Well, maybe, hopefully not, but for the regular season, the last right, the last see, road trip. See what you're doing for the yep. season. See, I like you it. see that? Okay, caught myself mm-hmm. there. I didn't want to say, you know. Put myself, yep. put, paint myself in the corner. Uh, they're yep. going to head to Kentucky to take on Louisville. Uh, Louisville sits at six and four, four and three in the ACC. So we will talk about that. Um, just a couple of things, real quick. Kendall Coleman, um, Alton Robinson, we talked about. He's going to the Senior Bowl, right? So uh, yep. it was announced today, or was at least posted uh, at uh, Syracuse.com today that Kendall Coleman's going to go to the East West Shrine Bowl, and um, he'll do that. So the All Star game there, and uh, right. best of luck to him. See if he can get some get some eyes on him and. Go from there with that whole deal. Yep. Going to the draft. And then saw that coming. Yeah, I mean, obviously, right? I mean, I know like these guys haven't had like these huge breakout years for many different reasons, but um, you know, being seniors and all and as good as they have been and consistently as good as they have been, obviously they were gonna get some kind of opportunity, right? Right. I mean, it would be a travesty if they didn't. I just say that. Um Hoff Richter. He's up again for the Ray Guy Award. We tried this last year. We're going to try it again. So, Hey, man. Go, Schmidt got the Lou Groza. Yeah, I know. That worked. It, it was awesome. And so what, what's going on right now with this is it's the uh, – you're voting for the finalists, Joe. It's three, right? Three? No, right now there's uh, well, right, semifinalists. So there's ten right, semifinalists there's 10, out there. But it's there. going down to three. Going down to three, right. 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 Um, and uh, currently uh, – there's two leaders that are up in the 33 percentile. Oscar Bradburn from Virginia Tech, Tommy Townsend from Florida. Um, Hoff Richter right now is about 5.14%. The other two are up in, like I said, the 33%. Uh, so to get there, it looks like we're going to need to pass Adam Korsik from Rutgers at 9.02. And everybody knows how much we hate Rutgers. So let's not let a Rutgers player yeah. I didn't beat even our know guy. That, I didn't even know they still had a football team, Rutgers. Rutgers. So, Rutgers <laughs> uh, brings back so many memories with the Rutgers games. Um, what was I going to say? I was going to say. I don't know. I was going to say. We're down four percentage hey, points. I'm you got to feel- get out there and vote. Yeah, get out there and vote. Oh, this is what I was going to say. RayGuyAward.com. Click uh, the the click the hamburger in the top corner. Go to fan vote. Or I posted it 
on Facebook. I did. I forgot to tweet it. I'm just realizing this now. That's why I'm giving you the website. I did forget to tweet it. Uh, I'm sorry. Go to Facebook, though. You can hit it up there. Share it up. Share it up. So help old Hoffrichter get in there. And he's been good. He's been consistently good. So. Yeah, he's a senior. So let's try to get him at least in the finalists. So yeah, you can get a trip to that awards show. Come on. Yeah. The, uh, the, the uh, Cornell preview is up, Joe. If you want to listen yeah. to it, Joe. I don't know if you care. But uh well, I mean I know how you like I was part of talk. it, so <laughs> Oh god, here we um, go. Um <laughs> No, but it's up. Everything's kind of jumbled together because we um everything's kind of random right now. So anyway. Yeah. Um, it's all over the place. Yeah. So yeah, that game's tomorrow night. Yeah, tomorrow night, seven thirty. And uh, you know. The the Bayheim versus Bayheim and Bayheim. Part two. Hopefully a hopefully a Bayheim wins. Yeah, I imagine it's probably inevitable, Joe. <laughs> it's probably uh, Magic 8-Ball says very likely, highly likely, yeah. whatever the 8-Ball says. All right, we're going to get into all that stuff as best we can, as we do here on the Cuse Militia Podcast. But before we do all of that, um, I've got to tell you about a couple things. i got to tell you about them. The first is Manscaped.com. Listen, guys. Don't be, don't be no shave in November below the belt like Joe. Okay, don't be a Sasquatch. By, <laughs> by the way, by the way, Joe, Joe is doing the no shave. meant for everywhere. <laughs> Joe, no, Joe's doing the no shave November thing. And for a bald guy, you know, I thought you'd have. I thought that would, if not a ton's growing up here, I thought it might grow faster here. But you're looking oh. slick though, bro. You are looking slick. I like Joe I mean, with the beard. Bad. It's not I, bad. I like the Joe with the beard. Gravity book. would work, right? Yeah, so. yeah. Mm. Yeah, I like the Joe with the beard work. Look, that's good. So anyway, I digress. Uh, Manscaped.com. They offer the precision engineered tools for your family jewels. And look, the lawnmower 2.0. I've told you about it. It's rechargeable. It's waterproof. Take it in the shower with you. Do whatever you need to do. Skin safe technology. This trimmer will not nick or snag you. Just do your thing. Rinse it off in the shower. Put it back in its little bag. But wait until it's dry before you plug it back in and charge it, Joe. Okay. Yep. I know we yep. don't got to worry about you, but for the rest, <laughs> <laughs> for the rest of you out there, uh, stop the accidents. Use the mower 2.0, skin-safe technology. Don't use the same trimmer you use on your hair, or on your face, or anywhere else uh, that you would use below the belt. Go ahead, go to Manscaped.com. Go there right now and use the promo code Armchair. Get 20% off and free shipping with the promo code Armchair. That's Manscaped.com. Use the right tools for the job. Manscaped.com, promo code Armchair, 20% off and free shipping. Thank you, Manscaped.com. Look, last one. I'm hitting these both now, guys. I'm hitting them both now, all right? We're going to double up. We're going to double up so we can just roll through this, okay? And I'm feeling better. I'm feeling better. I, I'm a little medicine heady, okay? Yeah. But yeah. I'm feeling better. So. You've been eating your blue chews? I've been taking my vitamins. <laughs> Elderberries. They're good for your immune system, Joe. Oh. My, is, my that wife's... Call... <laughs> is that what you call blue chew? Well, well, wait. Hold on. Now that I think about it, my wife is the one making me take these things. So, hmm. huh? well, yeah, we got a point there. Bluechew.com. That's blue like the color. Uh, Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredient as Viagra and Cialis, so you know it works. You can take them anytime, day or night, as if it mattered. As if you would think that you couldn't take them during the day or at night, as if one was going to be worse than the other. But look, we got to tell you these <laughs> things just in case. You can take them on a full or empty stomach, and since they're chewable... 
They work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises, guys. If you could benefit from extra function and more confidence when it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Blue Chew is prescribed online and ships straight to your door in a discreet package, so no in-person's doctor visit, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy right now. We've got a special offer for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get the first shipment free when you use the special promo code ARMCHAIR. Just pay the $5 shipping. That's, again, BlueChew. B-L-U-E-Chew.com. Use the promo code ARMCHAIR. Try it for free. BlueChew is better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring ARMCHAIR Media and the Q's Militia Podcast. And need I not say, they do not promise any guaranteed results. And nowhere on Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. There, does it says it cures any kind of disease. So... <laughs> That's that. That's that, Joe. Just like well, you that. proved that wrong. Huh? <laughs> oh, he was waiting. You were waiting for that. You were waiting for that. You knew it was coming, and you were waiting for it. Well, touche. I didn't know that was coming. Too- oh, come on. Touche, Joe. No, I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to give it to you. Okay? All right, Joe. Um, before Sir. the Orange stomped the cards last year, 54-23, to 23, Louisville had won four straight. And uh, the overall, overall series sits at 10-7. Uh, and seven in favor of the Cardinals. In fact, we've only won two of the past nine against Louisville. The Cards' defense, they've given up some big numbers. They gave up 52 to Miami, 59 to Wake Forest, 45 to Clemson. Now, I know those are pretty good offenses for the most part, but uh, right. the shootout against Wake Forest, they actually won 62 to 59. So their offense, they got a pretty high-powered offense. Um, as we mentioned in the last show, this is not the same team that we beat in the Dome last year. They have a lot of speed at wide receiver, Des Fitzpatrick. Uh, 562 yards receiving in 2-2 at well. 916 yards receiving, but um, what is it, Javian Hawkins, he's a 1,000-yard rusher. He's he's averaged 5.3 yards a carry right now for the year. And uh, overall, their offense ranks 41st in the nation. It's nothing to shake a stick at. The defense sits at 98th. So you get the orange offense uh, at 88th going against 98th in defense. And the orange defense, 104 going against a 41st-ranked offense. Not that it matters. I'm just throwing it out there. So right. um, for some perspective, Joe, a fast team. Uh, coach kind of laid it out a little bit. He warned us. Yeah. He warned us about the offense. And mm-hmm. uh, as, as we've, we said and Coach said, this is not the same tier, same team as last year. No, it's definitely not. Um, coach uh, Satterfield is, is for a first-year coach uh, – He's coming and definitely changed the culture, changed the way that that team has come out and and 
put an effort and played. And again, he didn't have a bare cupboard because Louisville, they've really never had a problem recruiting. So um, he's just, he's doing real, real well with, with what he's got. And um, like what coach Baber said, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm starting to get to the point where I'm going to listen to when he throws those clues in. And yeah. I, I listened to his press conference on Monday and uh, you know, he was, he was definitely letting us know that, that they're a different kind of beast, especially different kind of beast in Duke, but definitely especially different team than what they played last year. Like you said, this is this this game will be. Uh, look, we handled Duke, man. We went in there with a game plan and it worked. <laughs> yep. But that was, you know, it's a little different. You know, we're gonna have to maybe mix things up. But Duke had no no idea what was coming. They had to go back to what? Why old tape from um, Standard at Wyoming or something to right. to take a look and see what he might do. Okay, that's not gonna that's that'll give you an idea, but it's not gonna do a whole lot. So, um, right, and um, yeah, we're not saying all this stuff to scare you. I mean, this is still a team that we can definitely beat. It's just we just like to stay uh, grounded, Joe. Is that fair to say? Right. Ex- oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I mean, this is definitely again. Uh, you know, we're playing against a, a quarterback that's a dual threat. Um, he's thrown for fourteen touchdowns, only three interceptions, um, and for fourteen hundred seventy yards. He's also rushed for three hundred fourteen yards for another five touchdowns so again uh, another dual threat guy the one thing that i did take away uh babers he was talking about um one of their uh offensive tackles louisville's um he missed a game six, last seven. week and they're saying yeah he's like six seven like 300 and however many pounds yeah so like they're saying that he, something pounds good yeah. good chance he might not be playing so they might be down a starter um, mm. I'd like to have faith in what our defense did last week. Uh, Babers again was talking about how the weather might look a, little, a lot similar in Louisville than it did last week uh, in Raleigh, or sorry, Durham. And um, yeah, so there's definitely some things. I mean, again, too, uh, I think we opened up as an eight and a half point underdog. It's already shot up to ten, so it's kind of just showing you what you know, what the betters are thinking about us still, even after that performance after last week. And um, another thing to try to possibly put into account is uh, number one, they've got their six wins. So yeah, yeah, yeah. They're already bowl eligible. Correct. And next week, uh, not obviously the game after us next week uh, is their game against Kentucky, which is a, a yearly rivalry against an sec school. So this is a perfect kind of spot for, um, you know, a trap game for them, especially considering the highs that we're on and stuff. So uh, if we can come in and we can punch them in the mouth like we did Duke and and, and kind of allow some of those little things to happen, um, then I, th- I can see us kind of taking their will like we did Duke, especially if it's going to be cold outside, stuff like that. You know, sometimes that hurts a little bit of the speed portion of it. Um, and overall morale sometimes. Some people just don't like playing in cold weather. It's just a fact. Uh, so you never really know when that is going to kind of take into effect. So, Yeah, it's awful. Yeah. It's awful. Cold weather sucks. Ah. Ugh, it's terrible. It all depends, man. Like when you're when you play football like that, you kind of just got to kind of embrace it, man. It's kind of easy to mix up Raleigh and Durham, right? Isn't Sorry. it? Yeah. Isn't it? Is that Sorry. a mortal sin there? I don't think anybody cares. I was just correcting myself. Okay. All right. All right. I'm trying said, to be accurate. I know, but it's like Raleigh Durham area. Yeah, I know. Okay. I get it. I live here. I know. That's what I'm saying. Is it like I was just, <laughs> that's what I was wondering? I don't know. I don't know if I would have corrected myself or not on that, but you did. So Sorry. It just it makes me think that it's like a big deal. Is it a big no, deal? No, it's no, it's not. I just wanted to oh, be okay. correct. I just okay. wanted to come correct. All you right. know. All right. We appreciate that's it. All? Okay. Yeah. We appreciate yeah. it. 
Thanks. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway. Unbelievable, bro. <laughs> just wondering. I was curious. So, look. Um, Syracuse is a 10-point underdog currently. It opened up at, t- it opened up at like eight and a half. Went down to like seven. Jumped up to 11. That seems to have settled in at about 10. So, I mean, yeah. look. Um, coach said, okay, I'm just going to repeat this because uh, what, what did he say about momentum? I don't know if one game's momentum. Something along those lines, right? It was one game. Right. I don't know how much momentum you get off of one game. Well, maybe you don't get a ton of momentum because, I mean, you're not really – you haven't been chugging for very long. You know, chug one game. It takes a little bit to build some momentum, but – yeah, it does build confidence. You mentioned a couple, a couple huge keys. They're already bowl eligible. They don't want to put a bunch of guys in bad spots. They're not trying to win a, you know, a title to anything. You know, they're probably they're not they're not going to catch Clemson. They're not going to be able to play for an ACC championship. Um, right. Maybe they're not on the gas all the time. Maybe they are. Maybe they're not. But well, let's just say maybe they're not. Who knows? Ten points show. Oh. You're going to assume that as a first year coach, he's still going to try to keep those guys in there. But just sometimes it's just a it's just sometimes it's the psyche of it. You know, just the fact that the players know that they're already going to a bowl and maybe they're overconfident and thinking that they're better than us because of the record. And they're looking ahead of Kentucky next week. But again, you know, they could have revenge on their mind, too. I'm sure the coach is probably going to pop in that tape from last year and try to use that as motivation. So uh, you never really know what's going to happen. It's kind of been one really of those. When it comes down to it, but when it comes down to where we're from, as far as where Syracuse is, when you talk about the momentum, I think this, and I think I got, I gain a lot of perspective of it from talking to Tyler when we had the podcast, is that like the players can sense BS. You know what I'm saying? The, the players know when there's there's trouble going on in the ranks, and uh, I think that that was what happened, and now. You have Babers that makes a change, goes into a bye week, and then changes a couple of people up on offense, bring back a defensive lineman that people have been waiting for him to come back and was looking like he was going to be the, the defensive tackle leader there in the middle. Um, and then you see that outcome. And all of a sudden, you know, we have our penalties down. We have the yeah, – the it was a very similar huge. game like we talked about last year with the, yeah. with the little things where our special teams was good. Penalties were down. Uh, we had turnovers that put our offense in great position. So – you had big changes made and you saw an instant impact and that as far as going into the belief into the buy-in of the kids is like the biggest thing i think that's half of what college sports is the kids need to believe in the coaches and what they're doing they need to believe in in their vision and they 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 just they need to be all in and they have to have the faith and they have to have the buy-in and i don't know how much of that was lost throughout the season but I think a lot of it was was gained back last week with Duke. And now seeing that we can still have two games and possibly being able to get bowl eligible, um, I um, I don't know. I, I personally am expecting a different team. And maybe that's foolish of me. Maybe that's crazy of me. But maybe that's naive of me. But well, like could, I said, I, it, I, think, I think the kids are going to buy in of what they saw last week off of the changes. It could be naive. It could be the homer in you. Because I feel the same way, but when you say it out loud, you just feel like you're jumping on the orange wagon. You know, right. you know, you mm-hmm. know, you know. It could be foolish. It could be naive, like I said. But you know, you've got to, you've got to have faith 
And like we like we say in the show, I, I, we've had faith. We have faith going in every yep. game. It really doesn't matter if they lost against Duke. I'd still have faith going into this game that they have a shot, right? Yeah. But with you, you you add on the the game they pulled off against Duke, a good game. Obviously, a good game defensively, but a good game offensively too. I mean, Devito wasn't stellar, but they ripped no. they ripped off the the yards on the ground, and that's no. They that's dominated huge. the run game, and totally. they took they had no turnovers. They took care of the ball. Yeah, they dominated the the, the clock. Uh, so that's that's what you need to do, especially when there are certain things that you can't do. You know, every year there's going to be strengths and weaknesses that change, and you have to figure those out. So uh, if what you need to do is you know, run the ball. Run and the ball run some... in that cold weather, dude. That that eventually that just it's painful. Right, and Louisville gives <laughs> up a lot of you know a lot of uh, yards on the ground and yards overall and points. So we have to make sure that we can do that, you know. And again, a lot of it comes down to like again what we did before last year. We were ten and three because we were more disciplined and didn't have the penalties and we had the turnovers that put our offense in those positions and our special teams won a majority of the games against their opponents. So then we played unselfish. And last week I saw a glimpse of that. And if that can kind of, if they can um, duplicate that into next week and Louisville has some sloppy plays and some penalties and they kind of overlook us and we punch them in the mouth, like you said, in that cold weather. And then we start running effectively. You got um, a really good. You got really good. You got you got not a, the trifecta, man. You got the trifecta. You got Mo Neal. You got Abdul Adams. Well, he didn't do a ton, and you got Jarvion Howard. But mm-hmm. I mean, you could mix it up on the ground. I mean, it's got to work though. But you can't give up on it either. That's probably one of the things that bugged me a little bit. And we touched on it here and there. The past few games was kind of giving up on the run game and just resorting to throwing the ball all the time. So. Right. Important to no, establish proves, early. Yeah, and, you just have to be yeah. able to – right. So, again, I mean, there's definitely still deficiencies. There's definitely not just every – there's still issues. But um, some of them, they look like they've overcame some of those issues um, to where we can kind of maybe get back on the winning path. So, again, I think it's – the big key is really just limiting the big plays with their playmakers. Yeah, that's yeah, – I was just going to bring That's it the up. biggest thing. That's the biggest thing. Now, they got some speed at wide receiver, and we've been burned a number of times – this year, and it's one of those things where you're probably going to see you're probably going to see one or two of these at least, I would think. I, I and mean, that's I, what I'm yeah. I, and that's a situation where again, <laughs> we're definitely going to have to make sure that we get <laughs> we put points on the board. I mean, they give it the most point. I think they give up the most points in the ACC, if I'm not mistaken, as far as average. So I think it's around the 32 point area. I mean, if I told so, you, you know, they won a game and the opponent scored 59. I mean, that's crazy. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So. Right. Yeah, they give up some points. So if we can, yeah. So, again, this is kind of a situation where if we can score early and stop them a couple times on offense, then that puts that puts a lot of pressure on the defense that's already really not that good and just going to turn around and put pressure on an offense to have to score and keep up with us. I mean, that's kind of what you're looking for. We, I, doubt it'll, I doubt it'll go that way, but it's going to be, you know, closer than the Duke game. But, again, it's basically just winning – the little things like we always talk about and stopping the big plays and being able to run the ball. We, we have to be able to, if we have, if we come become one dimensional, like we have been just throwing, like you said, all the time, throwing, throwing, throwing and DeVito getting sacked and all those things. Now, he then, can never settle down when he's throwing, throwing, throwing all the time. He's got no run game. I mean, now he didn't prove to us when he does have a run game, he can do a whole lot, but they weren't, they didn't need to. 
mean, they right. just kept doing what was working. And if that's the case, then do it. Then keep doing it. Right. And but that's it, what you do. That's what a right. smart coach does, right? And right. I, you also, a lot of people have to put into fact people I saw were kind of banging on this. His numbers didn't look great. But they, he didn't uh, throw but, an interception, though. He didn't turn the ball over. He didn't do anything right. stupid either. Exactly. He only got sacked once. And there was 15 to, to you know, 20 mile hour bursts out there as far as, or gusts as far True. as winds yeah, goes. We, we so, um, yeah. I mean, that's one of those things where you're not going to be able to throw the ball effectively like that. So, um, well, he only again, threw it 15 times, right? Wasn't it like yeah, 15? he only had to. Yeah, I, oh, I know. Right, well, he, that's good, though. Right. We took some shots, but overall, I mean, just our defense putting us, our defense putting us, scoring points, number one, and then putting us in good field position to where we could just run the ball. And eventually, we just, again, took just, Kind of, they kind of. I don't want to say gave up, but they just weren't. They didn't want to play. This is going to want to play the game that we wanted to play. Standards, you know. I mean, this isn't saying much, so I know, but I'm just saying, this is going to be a a truth moment for standards defense. I think, you know, you're playing a, a way better team uh, on the offense, mm, right, on, way the offense, offense. Right, on right, the yeah. offensive end, and um, so we're going to get to see, you know, how simplifying this defense has worked, and if you know. Just everything, everything. It's gonna be. It's gonna well. They be definitely have a, a better good... passing attack, better receivers, faster receivers. Yeah, so yeah, you're definitely not yeah. gonna be able to get away with a dual threat quarterback the... that's more accurate. But yeah, you're not gonna be able to get away with some of the simplified um, coverages that they pulled off last week. It was um, again. He had a plan. He made some changes, and Duke really didn't know what was coming. So Louisville's gonna have tape on on how we changed some things and how we changed our calls. And, you know, hopefully maybe they don't catch everything. Maybe we got some stuff we didn't use um, or we got some different things that we came up with this week that can kind of surprise them as well. So, but again, it's limiting the big, if we can limit the big plays and force them to have to drive and maybe we, you know, force them to some field goals or bend, but don't break and get some turnovers. That's what you're really looking for. Um, Team like Louisville is just, if you start doing that pass, 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 three and out, them getting the ball, big plays, you know, I just, we can't get back into that. So what's you got to get on the board early. You got to keep it close. What's your uh, prediction? Um, but you know, Syracuse, the homer in me, man. I know. It's 10 points though. And after, right. And I mean, I think a lot of it just has to do with the mental and the psyche and everything. I was physically at the game last week. So I saw something, you know what I mean? I saw the team and it just looked like, it looked like what you wanted to see and what you expected all year. It looked like yeah, and you only what we would have done to Duke hour. last year. So, and just seeing them play like that and hope, you know, how I know things just, how things are so contagious like that in the locker room with players buying in. And, and it's almost like a refreshing, like kind of like new hope, like almost like a new season. We got a two game season and we can just make it all up and we can just get to a bowl game yeah. and, and make, make it all better, you know? So yeah. I think that you're going to see a team that's, that's ready to play, man. And I just don't see us losing by 10. I don't either. Let's keep the bull hopes alive. Orange. I know. My, I know my faith in a bowl game is alive. I, uh, I'm really excited. I've probably been more excited for this Louisville game than I was going into the Clemson game. Cause I, I wouldn't, I, I didn't have a ton of hope, although it was exciting, but right. this is a, this is a prove yourself moment, I think. And mm. with that said, I'm not trying to overhype it, but it's, you know, you can go home and finish off with Wake Forest at home and clinch a bowl game. It's possible. 
Yeah. It's on them to do it. So um, I think that is some that is some serious uh, motivation. You know, and that's so. the thing is, is you have people that are calling for the faith and saying that the Orange needs to bring faith back to the fans and da-da-da-da-da based off of, well, that's that's the way to do it right there. And I'm not calling them out. I'm not saying they have to do it. I'm not saying that I'm going to jump off the wagon and just not be the right. fan that I am if but they don't work, make though, a bowl game. But I'm just saying, like, you know, for all those people that do say you're going to believe the faith, this, this, and that, if they pull this off and they get to six and six, you know, and they and they get into a bowl game, then that's, I don't want to say miraculous, but oh, two weeks ago it was. Well, it's not miraculous, because, <laughs> but it is definitely – it is definitely something that we didn't see. Yeah, we after nine games into the season. Go back and listen to our Duke preview. We were not very excited, Mm-mm. Joe. Yep. <laughs> right? Right? Yeah. Go back and look at all the people guessing the game. Y- y- oh yeah, I know. Predicting and the game. And I mean, same it's really thing. Hard. we were all on the same boat, and that's and that's what's crazy about people going, getting so upset, and everything is like, one game can change an attitude just like that. Oh, Just I know. One game. I know. I know. So, and it and it's so bipolar sometimes, but and it's unfortunate that it's this late and that the season's gone the way that it has. But again, I mean, not every year is going to be the year. And I think that's, if anybody should know, it should be Syracuse football fans. Yeah, no kidding. So right? it's been like twenty. So you know, before last year, it's like twenty years, something like that. So it's been a while. You know, right? I've learned to be patient and be able to see to be able to get excited for the future and see the youth and the depth and what we're doing in certain positions and stuff like that. So um, a lot of times that's, that's what I've been doing since, <laughs> since forever, since I graduated high school. Cause that's really what this whole, you know, yeah. Streak streak has been. So I've, I've just always tried to keep the faith and try to look positive toward, you know, what's going on. And that's, that's what it is. So I'm positive of this Saturday. Hey, all right, look. You know, call me crazy, bro, but I'm, I think that they're going to overlook us because of K- Kentucky, and I think that we, we got a different attitude. That's so a huge we'll game see. for them, the Kentucky-Louisville game is always huge, no matter what sport. So, Well, yeah, because the, like real, realistically, they have that weird record where it's like 6-4, and four, where it's like, you know, it's definitely better than what the Louisville fans thought, but 6-4 and four isn't like outstanding. Like you said, they're not playing for a championship, so already made a bowl. So you kind of got that off your back. That pressure's off your back. So now what's the next step? You know, we got Syracuse, but oh, we got SEC the, Kentucky. Yeah, you got to beat got the our, state team, man. That's, you got to go do that. You got to go do that. So I'm just hoping, you know, that, that that's a real thing, you know. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Trap games are a real thing. So well, we already have seen. Okay. We've, if anyone knows trap games are real, it should be us. Nah. Yeah, Maryland. <laughs> Maryland. <laughs> so anyway, hey, uh, Cornell tomorrow night, 730. Yep. And uh, what's that on, Joe? Is that oh, be on the ACC, ACC network? Network Extra. Okay, so it's it, so it's um, ESPN Watch basically. Uh, might be played lo- locally, but I know we got a lot of listeners all up and down the East Coast. So the Watch ESPN, ESPN Plus, um, ACC dot com. I think streams those games, right, Joe? So. At least yeah, they, at I least think they were ACC.com, to. but I think also obviously ESPN Plus, I believe, does too as well. I think so too. So anyway, um, we will be back. Be sure to look for the thoughts on the game prompt. Leave your thoughts there. Give us some fan feedback for the Cornell game. Should be fun. Uh, we will be back here shortly after that. Now, Joe's watching Netflix on his computer. What's today's so date? That's 
What's today's date? It's the 19th. Okay. All right. Why? Just wondering. Why? Don't worry. No worries. We'll find out next episode. Okay. You make, right. you make me nervous. Oh, come on. Okay. Don't be nervous. Hey. All right, thank you to uh, Manscaped.com. Go to Manscaped.com. Use the promo code ARMCHAIR. Get 20% off and free shipping. Bon, thank Blue Chew. Go to BlueChew.com. Uh, Use the promo code ARMCHAIR and get uh, five pills for free. Just pay $5 shipping on that. We want to thank both of them. Thank you, Armchair Media. Thanks to all of you for listening. Thanks to James on guitar. For Joe, I'm Sean. We're out. Hey. Thanks for listening to the Q's Militia Podcast, the fan's voice with Sean and Joe.